Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Christian Fellowship. We hope that you'll be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. I realize you might be afraid that I still have a full sermon prepared. I do. But I won't deliver the full thing this morning. I do want to just say this. There is something that the Spirit is breathing over my heart over the last few weeks. He's breathing it over the life of our spiritual family. And it is an incredibly humbling thing when the Spirit of God begins breathing over you. Because you and I know that there is nothing in us to merit or earn or to deserve that kind of grace, that kind of blessing that kind of favor. Nothing. It is all the product of the goodness of God. It is all the product of the unconditional love of God that extends towards us all the time, every moment of every single day. Last week I spoke to you about the love of God. I spoke to you about the disarming nature of the love of God. How so often even in our Christian walk, in our desire to please God, in our desire to do things for God, we get caught up in, God, what must I do for you? What can I, you know, how do you want me to do that? And what do you want from me in this situation? And the realization simply is this, that God is not wanting anything from you. All God wants is your heart. And that's where the sail analogy comes in that I shared with you just a few moments ago. When the wind of the Spirit begins to blow, God is not asking you to go to more effort to row faster, as Stephen said, to to catch up with with what the Spirit's doing, because we just can't. And He's not asking us to to, to necessarily apply ourselves and travail more and press in more in terms of self-effort, in terms of, of, of doing more. You see, effort is required, but not in the flesh. The effort that is required is in the surrender. Let me read you one scripture this morning from the book of James. Here we are. James chapter 5, verse 16. He says this. He's praying. He's saying, is any of you sick? A prayer of faith. You know, let him call for the elders. The prayer of faith will will raise and save the sick. But in James 5, 16, he says this. Confess your trespasses one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. All right? So let's just, I want, to, I want to talk about two things just concerning this verse. Number one is expectation. Expectation. What do you expect when you pray? When you pray, when you're coming to God, when you're sharing your heart with Him, when you're lifting up those, your, your loved ones to Him, your situation, what is it you expect? When you come and you worship God with your heart like we did here this morning, what is your expectation? Because he says there that when we do this and we pray for one another, it says that you may be healed. In other words, there's a clear result for a clear desire. Folks, God desires to answer your prayers. If we can simply believe it. If we can simply believe that when I come to God and I pray my prayers to Him from a sincere heart, God is working. And God is answering my prayer. Because the verse goes on to say, The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, here's where the sale comes into it. 
A long time ago, God showed me the power of the word available as it relates to this word. Because it says there, those who pray, the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, right? It accomplishes much. The Amplified Bible says it makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. And so there's, there's power in our prayers that the Spirit of God is wanting to wield, not outside of us as a separate thing, but within our hearts. Power to change. Because the power of the Spirit, the power of the love of Jesus is the only thing that is strong enough to change the heart of man. Amen? Not only can I not change somebody else, but the truth is I can't even change myself. I am powerless to change myself. If I was able to change myself, I'd be able to earn salvation. And I can't and neither can you. What God requires of us in order to avail much is that we become avail-able. Available. Available. What does a sail do when, it, when you put up a sail on a sailboat? What does it do? Does the sail make the boat go forward? No. All the sail can do is receive the wind. And then once the wind blows into the sail, the sail, by the way, a sail is not pushed. I don't know if you understand the, the, the dynamics about sailing. When the wind blows into a sail, it's not the wind that pushes the ship along. But because the air is moving this way and there's a sail up, as the air passes through it, it actually creates a vacuum behind the sail. And the sail is actually not being pushed, but being pulled. It's being drawn, drawn into the place where the wind wants to take it. All that God requires from you and me is availability. You see, when we become available, we become avail-able. Do you get that? A bit, bit corny, I know, but that's kind of how my mind works many times. When we become available, we allow God to breathe in our hearts. We allow time in the Word, time in the presence of God. God begins to pray in us and through us. Let me read you something from my journal that I wrote down this week. And I'm going to read, read, this, read this as if God is saying it to you because God spoke it to me personally. I even wrote my name there. I said, Michael. But this morning it's Karen and it's Lydia, and it's Marilyn, and, and everybody, each of you, this is you. God's saying this to you. He says, I do not expect you to travail in prayer to make things happen, but I love it when you avail yourself in prayer, and I am able to use you as a vessel to make things around you happen. You give utterance to the words of my spirit and partner with me as I bring about kingdom influence through you and in you. I am always faithful to honor and reward my vessels. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that so powerful? Isn't that so simple? So simple. You see, the power of God and the greatness of God is not just for the high and mighty. It's not for those who, are, who, have, who have studied it all and know and understand it all. In fact, if you study the life of Jesus, those are the people who struggled most with the message that he brought. As you can tell, the Sunday is a little different. Uh, God is breathing something in us. God is working something here in the midst of us. And the indelible mark that I believe he's left on my heart over the last few weeks and the, 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 the message that I think he's really wanting to get through to each and every one of us, it's not by might, it's not by power, 
but it's by my spirit. The breakthrough that you are looking for, the deliverance you've been praying for, is not going to come through more striving, but it's going to come through resting in the love of Jesus and receiving the fullness of his grace. It comes through surrender. It comes through receiving. Just like a sail cannot muster any wind on its own, but only receive the wind that pulls it along. That's what God's requiring of each, each and every one of us. How do we do that? Well, times like these are great. Times like these when we come together and we worship, they're good and they're important. God tells us so in the Bible. He says they're important. God talks about His presence in inhabiting the praises of His people. He talks about where we come together in unity, that there His manifest presence is in the midst of us. So we shouldn't be surprised when God moves and He speaks like He has done this morning. It shouldn't take us by surprise. We should come with great expectation in that. But also... God's presence moves in those moments when I orientate my heart towards Him. In the quietness of my day, when I've set time aside just to say, Lord, breathe. And I open up the sail of my heart and allow the Spirit to do as He wills. That's why praying in the Spirit is such a wonderful gift. Because what am I doing? I'm simply being this vessel. I'm simply being a sail that allows God to put His words in my mouth and to pray through me and to work in me and to, and to work through. So folks, all I want you to go home with today, the only word that I want you to go home with today is this word available. God is just looking for vessels who are available to receive His word with an open heart and to believe it simply. Available to give time to His Spirit to pray in and through their hearts that He will shift, that He will move, that He will bring about the change in you that you desire to see. Hunger for God is not something that we can generate through more effort. Hunger for God and for the things of the Spirit comes as we yield to Him more and more and more. The Christian life, the strength of the Christian life is found in surrender. It's just that simple. What is God saying to your heart this morning? How is God working this and weaving this into the fabric of your soul this morning? I've shared the word with you. We've enjoyed the presence together. Let's just bow our heads as we are here in God's presence. And we thank, thank you, Father God, for this word that you've shared with us this morning. Thank you for this picture that you've painted for us. Thank you, Lord, that you speak in very vivid and, and visual ways, Lord God, that we can make sense of what it is that you're saying. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for breathing on our hearts, for breathing on our gathering today. Thank you for the realization, God, that all you require of us is availability to you. From that place, Lord God, comes the grace to do. It comes the wisdom to go the right way, to make the right decisions. This morning, I want to pray your, your words, Father God, over our spiritual family this morning from Ephesians 3. I pray that you would grant each and every single one, whether here in the building or whether online, that according to the riches of your glory, Lord, each one would be strengthened with might by your Spirit, through your Spirit in their inner man. 
that Christ would dwell richly in our hearts, that through faith we would be rooted and grounded in your love, not swayed by self-effort, not swayed by the opinions of men, not swayed by the fears that assail our hearts and minds, but rooted and grounded in the love of Christ, and that each one of us would be able to comprehend what is the width and length and depth and height to experientially know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope that you've enjoyed this message. For additional resources and more information, come and visit us at alphaomega.org.za.